Hey, this is Laura Whitmore with the She Rocks podcast, and I'm here today with Shannon Labrie. Hey, Shannon. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. I, I was just watching like a live stream that you did for American Songwriter back in April before we oh. had any idea of the extent of our at-home-ness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I will say this. The first song you did, which was... Uh, I remember a, a boy, I think it was called. Oh, yeah. It literally made me get really emotional. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh, my well, gosh, that's so nice. That's such a. I always feel like that's thought. the greatest compliment when uh, anybody feels anything when they listen to music. But that song always feels special to me because it was my first single I ever released as an artist. And, um, yeah, and every time I, I sing it, I feel pretty, pretty nostalgic. Yeah, I mean, it was... So- you know, I guess I've lived long enough to know there's people that at certain points in their life or in your life, they meant so much to you, right? And then yeah. later, you might not even know them anymore. And that's like such a weird song. Yeah. But that song <laughs> sort of encapsulates that, that nicely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Like, wow. Anyway, so um, let's talk about your newer music. Uh, you You released... Uh, an LP building in the fall, right? So how's that been? Yeah. It's like a weird time to release a new project, yeah. I'm sure. But... No, it, it's a very weird time to release a project. And the main, the main reason is, well, we decided my team, um, I work with a publisher who's amazing. Her name's Diana Mayer. And then kind of my, my really major collaborator and one of my good friends named Hugh Sillers, who's an amazing songwriter, um, we all kind of had a meeting and it was like, we really wanted to finish the record and have 12 tracks, but the studios were all closed down Yeah, and we had this song Firewalker that all three of us as women and just in our life just felt like this song for us personally just felt very much like the song that and a little bit of our anthem, I guess, from last year into this year. And so we just decided as a team that we're going to release this album, but it was so weird. It's very weird releasing a record um, without touring at all. And then, of course, it, it one of the hardest parts of releasing one is you want to talk about the new music, but also a lot of people were, you know, it's just one of those things where I want to talk about my music and my record, but also, you know, there's radio stations laying off half of their staff yeah, and there's, yeah. you know, there, there's just a lot of people hurting. So I think we collectively just decided that, we want to have this music out there and hopefully it encourages people and makes them feel strong and like they can get through this. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's for sure been a one, uh, a one, once in a lifetime experience releasing a record in a pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) Let's hope so. Let's hope this is the only time you have to do that. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm with you. Like it is weird, but I think, you know, we, I don't know about everybody, but I mean, I'm craving to hear like inspirational, cool, whatever, emotional. I don't know. I feel like the world just goes going by in a blur right now. So anything that pulls you back into into the world is a good thing. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, and too, as an artist releasing music and, and I do like to release a lot of music. I am not a person that likes to hold on to stuff too long. Um, but I mean, I've been listening to more music than ever this year. And I think that we all, we all need the music, whether it's the escape or the music that makes us feel like we're not alone, you know, or the music that makes us feel emotional. Like we, we need that connection 
because we don't have that in a physical sense yeah really right now so. I think so too like especially when you're going through hard time like I I often start to get like a song in my head that I just repeat over and over it becomes like a mantra yeah of like okay you can do this you know and oh maybe, yeah and maybe firewalk is kind of like that you know yeah definitely yeah. my mantra yeah yeah Tell me a little bit more about what inspired that song. Let's talk about firework walking for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. It's such a it's such an intense um, you know, walking on fire. Uh but the the sentiment of it came from Tia so Tia Sellers and I wrote that with another um artist named Joe Robinson. She's an incredible Australian uh, guitarist hmm. and artist who just came out with a new project called Boundless that's beautiful. Um or no, it's not. It's called Borders. But uh, I got to sing on okay. a couple of songs on that record. Yeah. But that album's so good. But he and I and Tia were all going through just really hard time last year. At the time, the fires were raging through his home country in the bush in Australia, which is where he's from. And so the fires were going in Australia. And Tia was just in the middle of dealing with... Um, she had lost her late husband a year earlier. Mm. And... Um, so just in the midst of grief, and then I, I was in the middle of um, kind of coming out of a, a long-term relationship. And so I think we all just felt very much like like Firewalker was kind of what we wanted to sing because it was it was a, we are going to thrive, we are not going to fall apart, and we are going to get through this. Mm-hmm. And and not knowing what the next year. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I almost forgot us. about, like, the fires and all that. So much has happened. I know. Yeah. So yeah, well, and you guys, too. Are, well, yeah. out in California and, of course, Oregon now and then Colorado. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I think that you're in California. I, I, I used to be. I saw you're in New York. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back on the East Coast now, but. Yeah, I mean, crazy stuff. I mean, Nashville, too. Like, so many crazy oh, things yeah. going on. I mean, who... Yeah, and it was funny because he and I wrote... And and we decided to name the song... There's a, there's a track on the album called Building. Mm-hmm. And we decided to name the album Building because this last year, you know, we're, we are all rebuilding. We're building from the ground up again. And, of yeah. course, in Nashville, we had the tornado come through on March 3rd and then the pandemic. And now, I mean, even as I'm talking to you, it's... I mean, oh, I, it just makes me want to oh, cry what just crazy. happened over the holiday downtown. But, yeah, Nashville's had a had a year. They've had a rough one. I mean, even yeah. earlier, you know, before that flooding and, oh, just so many, yep. so many crazy yep. things. And, I know. You know, it's, yeah. But, yep. but, yeah, I am with you. Like, I feel you're right. We have to just, it's in, it's in our nature. We have to figure out a way to, to walk, to keep going. Right. To keep, exactly. Keep walking on. So. Yep. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, you know, grow stronger from it, not get get torn down. That's the hard part. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that's what um, Tia and I felt very much in Firewalker because we actually toured a little bit together, and we've done a few other shows with the. There's an organization called the Poets of Nashville that we've gone and done some writers rounds for. Um, but whenever we sing that song in the bridge, it just, it, it does, it like pumps me up. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could have the worst day, but after I sing that song, I feel very much empowered to pursue, you know, my demons and like get through the day and be a conqueror. Of yeah, course. that's awesome. We, we need, we all need music like that in the world. So 
Oh thank, yeah. Thank you for releasing. Thank you for yeah. releasing that music. I'm going to try to write some more like that. Yeah. Write some more. I need, it's, I need more. It's all good. We can't have enough of that. I, I, I feel what you're saying though, because I've talked to a lot of people over the last year, you know, with the podcast and, um, you know, people are like, wow, it's like, it's so weird to think like I'm releasing a love song or I'm releasing, you know, this kind of music. And how do you talk about it now when people are yeah. going through such hardship? It's, it's so hard. But I think it's all still so necessary for us as oh, yeah. to have that in the world. So. Absolutely. And there's still people falling in love and there's still yeah. people, you know, yeah. I mean, and, and also that's what I love about music too is it's funny because I love the holiday. I love Christmas music. And just the second I put Christmas music, I am transported right? to a child, a, to a childhood feeling of excitement and just a good feeling. And that is such a tremendous power that music has for all of us to, yeah. to just make us a feeling, give us a feeling no matter where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. It's like, I don't know, keeps you going. I wanted to ask you about yes. the song Angels Fall on the album because I thought it so beautiful. I was wondering, like, when you guys wrote that, did you step back and realize, like, something divine had happened? Because it's oh. so gorgeous. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, well, I actually wrote that song. That's one of the songs uh, oh, T and I did, right? I wrote, yeah. I wrote that song with John Cox, who's okay. just mm -hmm. a friend, an old friend of mine. And we ended up sitting at his lake house writing actually funny um the music video for i remember a boy was shot at the house that i wrote angels oh, fall wow. in which is funny <laughs> about six or seven years later i guess yeah but um but yeah we i we had written i mean we had written about three songs and i got to leave it was really late and he just kind of uttered a couple lines and i hit record on my phone and we wrote the chorus but we were both so tired and then i went home and I actually played on piano and wrote the verses. And I this happens to me a lot as a songwriter. I'll write songs that I don't really know what they're about hmm. until after I write it because it just kind of spills out. And that's that's one of those songs. And, it, and it's funny because I think a lot of the songs I end up writing that have been inspired by my dad, I think oftentimes kind of spill out of me. And I'm not hmm. I'm not really super aware of what it's about. But yeah, that first verse is, is so much inspired. I, I wrote it after just a really hard day and just felt, you know, just that feeling of of my dad, who, who if anybody's listening and didn't know, my dad is a huge influence. We were very close and he passed away when I was a little girl. Hmm. And I oftentimes feel like he's he's very much present and, and just kind of right next to me, pushing me into, you know, the, the places that I, I should be. So that's what it was inspired by. And and then we went into the studio. I was going to record it on piano, and we ended up changing it to guitar, which I'm so glad we did because it kind of lifted it a little more and made it feel a little more uh, hopeful, which yeah. I love. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, I'm sure this happens to you, like when you write a song and then all of a sudden you listen back and you're like, wait, you know, wow. Yeah. Did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, I, I mean, no, I don't know, there's I don't know if you felt feelings. that about that song, but I felt that when when I oh. listened to it. Maybe you might have felt that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it takes me a while. I think when I I got the actual CD, and yeah. it's in my car, and I think the song came on, and it kind of caught me off guard because I, I, you know, I was busy. I don't know, doing something. Yeah. And I heard it, and I just remember thinking, "Oh wow, wow." Yeah. <laughs> that's 
Special. You know, and I, <laughs> one of my favorite, one of my favorite books ever is a book called On Writing by Stephen King. Hmm. And he just talks about his writing process. It's his memoir. But one of the things he talks about in that book is he says to show, you have to show up um, every, every morning, and whether you have an idea or not, you just have to show up with a blank piece of paper and your pen. And, and, and some days you might not get any ideas, but you have to be there to receive the idea in case mm-hmm. it comes, you know, so you can catch it. And I think that songwriting is that way. I think you just have to show up and write. And every once in a while, I think God or whatever you believe in, I think just drops this gift yeah, <laughs> to you. And right. yeah, and I think that song is definitely one of those. Did you ever read that book called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert? No, it's it's one of it's a very profound book. You you would like it. It's about this idea that the muse is out there in the world, and if you are open to receiving, you know, the that creative thought, whatever it's about, then you know you have to you have to be receptive when it's when it's your turn. Yeah, (laughs) it's a really oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just wrote that down in my. I've been people listening read big, Big Magic. It's. I've been I've been uh, reading a lot more books than normal, and yeah. I just recently got into puzzles. So oh yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah, that's that's my jam. I do like um, this is so dumb, but I do like word puzzles, and Ooh. my um, my word like acumen has improved incredibly. Like I will kill anybody at Scrabble now, so nobody wants to play with Ooh. me anymore. <laughs> Oh man, I wish you lived here. I I love Scrabble. I've actually I have you oh, followed me on Instagram. Maybe I've been playing I'm with my Scrabble. Yes. Oh I love I love Scrabble so much. I've been um I'm very proud my nephew just got seventy eight points on the word jinx. Wow. That's so, crazy. I know. I was very proud of him for being an eight year old and That's and amazing. getting jinx on there. I know. Yeah. It's funny because when I was a kid, my mom um, would always beat everybody at the games, including Scrabble. So I feel like I have finally <laughs> ascended to yeah. know, sit on the throne of <laughs> yes. word master. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like songwriting's like that, too. So songwriting feels like a puzzle to me. Like when you find the right piece, you know it, right? It, like, clicks in. You're like, oh. It's I think piece. that that is, yes. Yeah. I think that there are those songs that you write and you're just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that was it. <laughs> that that feels right. Yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. it's especially. Like, do you ever have that when uh, you're writing and there's one part that you know isn't right, and it it takes a while, or sometimes oh, yeah, you have to I, like, just throw it away and write something else there because it never works. You know exactly. No, I I think um, T and I talk about that. How I'll I'll write twenty songs about the same subject. And then finally, I'll write the one where it's like, okay, I'm going to scrap those 19 songs because this is the song yeah. that says all the things that I wanted to say in one. In all those um, 19 but yeah, songs. It just, yeah, it just takes a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's that's dedication. You know that idea is the of... right idea. You just have to find the right way to say it, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Tell me a bit more about writing with Tia. Um, you had do you guys are you guys at the point now where it's like supernatural you just walk in and toss ideas around and figure it out yeah, yeah. and I mean she's such a I mean she is such a leagues beyond me as far as experience and I mean her her 
Tia is just such a gifted writer. So I think anybody that writes with Tia, that's just going to come. <laughs> it's going to yeah. feel supernatural because she's just amazing. But yeah, as I, I mean, we this year especially, our friendship has gotten so close because we've had kind of a quarantine pod of, you know, about six of us. Yeah. Um, and so I haven't been writing with a lot of people, but Tia and I have been continued writing this year. And yeah, it's just so, I look forward to writing with her because, I don't know, we just, it's funny because we both laugh, but it's like Tia and Shannon as friends will hang out and laugh and it's a totally different thing. But when we meet for a co-write, it's just, we get so focused and we are yeah. just so intense and I love it. I love writing with her and man, just sitting down and spitting out ideas and she's really fun to write with too because she, she hand writes everything. Hmm. And, um, and so it's, it's really fun to, to, you know, just work with somebody whose process is different and yeah. delightful. Yeah. Well, it's interesting yeah. too, because I've done a lot of co-writing myself and like when you find mm. that person that you just really like the two of you are bigger than the sum of your parts. Like there's some, yeah. some synergy that happens, you know it, right? It's like this, Oh yeah. This feeling where you're like, Oh, this is what it's supposed to be like. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was so funny too, because when uh, our, we have a mutual publisher, that's how we know each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she, 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 I would send, I would turn in songs and D would be like, man, I just really, I really want you to write with T. I think that you guys would write really well together. And then at the same time, Dee was telling Tia, I really want you to write with Shannon. I think you would write so well together. And I, what turns out, we were both like, I mean, I was nervous to write because whenever, when anybody puts that out there that, oh, I think you guys would write good, it's almost like a jinx because yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't quite. So like, I think we went we in both. <laughs> I know, exactly. It's like, I don't want to mess it up. Yeah. But um, I think we both went into our first co-write uh, a little like timid of each other, just wanting to just really I mean for me I just really wanted to have it work and it did and actually the first song we ever wrote together was one in a billion which is on the on the new record so cool yeah that's always nice when it when it clicks it's awesome oh yeah tell me a little bit like I one thing I was thinking about when I was watching some video of you is your guitar tone is this like (laughs) your vocal tone is really pretty and your guitar tone too like, oh, is, thank you. Is, tell me a little bit about your guitar background. Yeah. So um, one of the reasons my dad and I were very close um, was because my dad played guitar. He played acoustic, but he was great self-taught, learned by ear. He learned how to play guitar by listening to James Taylor's record. Mm. And and he wrote, his, he wrote songs um, just for our family and our church out here in Nebraska. And... I, I learned by ear on piano. And then when my dad got sick, I really started to play. Um, I, I wanted to learn how to play guitar. And then when he ended up passing away, that was just the instrument that I, I couldn't mm-hmm. put down. And so as far as how I play, I definitely, I definitely play a lot like my dad. And it's funny because my lead guitar player on my first record, I played him a couple of my dad's old recordings. And he looked at me and said, Shannon, you play guitar exactly like your dad <laughs> you sound just like your dad and I never realized that but I have a finger picking style that's yeah. kind of weird and um yeah that's very much for my dad and then I got my electric uh I got my electric probably about 10 or 12 years ago and it's a you know it's a 1954 it's an ES uh 20, 125 dual 
So it's, and it, I play slot wound. So I play 13 slot wound mm-hmm. strings, which give it just a really meaty, yeah. um, almost like a jazz tone. And then I just play it through on most of my recordings. I'm playing through an old vintage magnetone amp. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I tour and stuff, I play through a little blues junior. But that guitar, that guitar just has tone all over it. It's those P90s are awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds really great. Um, Thank you. I'm a I'm a acoustic player myself. I'm always searching for tone tips. <laughs> yeah, well, and it was funny too. Is I, I I always you know acoustic as well. But um, and that's why the hollow body for me has been great because because I am a finger picker. Yeah. Um, the hollow bo- the hollow body and the yeah. six strings just really match how I play. because yeah, I'm not nice you know resonance. I'm not a yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not a strap player. I'm not although I I have been kind of lusting after a Les Paul recently, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> well, you know, people are home. Like it's mm-hmm. if you, it's funny we have so many guitars. My boyfriend's a guitar player too, and um. There's like 20 guitars in this house under beds and everywhere. Oh, We're like, we yeah. should just take them all out and like play them. Yeah. What else are we going to do? <laughs> oh my gosh. What else? Funny pictures. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Like we're, we're like, well, we were, we weren't living here. We we're living in this little like beach house. Um, so when we brought all our stuff here, we were just like, okay, where are we, we can't put any guitars in the basement. They have to be in the house. Right. So, yeah. Ooh, is that, so is that an East coast beach house? Yes. It's, it's a, oh. it's a little beach house that I inherited from my dad. And, uh, oh, I was amazing. living in, I was living in Brooklyn and when this all went down. So I was like, ah, I think we should go out to the beach house and, you know, yeah. it was almost summer. Right. So it was time to be at the beach, but. Now it's December, Ugh. and I'm like, why are we at the beach? <laughs> but here yeah. we are. Although it's been oh, very mild great. this winter. It's like 50 today. I don't know. It's not normal. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah I love the East Coast water. Yeah. It is It yeah. is my happy place, the beach, for sure. Oh, so, that's so good. So good. I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you, why did you choose that Tom Petty song to be part of your project? Oh, that is my favorite Tom Petty song. Yeah. Um, and I just, oh, I love that song so much. And, uh, I also just think it's, I love Tom Petty is such a, he's such a masculine writer, Yeah, his words and his lyrics and just his, his vocabulary in general. And I just love the fact that even though he wrote with more of a masculine tone, really all of his songs kind of take on a different meaning when a girl sings it, but it still rings true. And so I think... I think that was part of it. There's a couple other Tom Petty songs I would like to cover um, eventually, but but that's that's one of my faves. It's good to be king, right? That's the, that's the title. Yeah, we, we yeah, yeah. That it's for good people to be. listening. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be king. Yeah, love that song. You know, it's funny because I I mean I've played a bunch of Tom Petty songs over the years, mostly because they're easy um, to play. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like three chords. Yeah, no, I mean he's, he's a genius. <laughs> Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a genius for sure. He, he really I do, is. That's, I, I'm I'm trying to tone. I'm trying to tone down the. It, it, it truly is. It's like you think about how many hits he wrote, and and they are so accessible. Anybody yeah. that hears it can sing yeah. it. I mean, it's just great songwriting. You're right, though. Like you can take that song and do your own take on it, and it's it's sort of like brilliantly transforms into another, yeah another meaning. Um, exactly. And I think that's maybe because of like the simplicity in his statements 
you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen other yeah, people I, do that I too, agree. and it's just really very cool. Um, yeah, I love a good cover. Um, I love it when people do that. And you think about it, that's the reason uh, Hallelujah, why we all know that song, is because Jeff Buckley brilliantly, yeah. Yeah. you know, took, his, took that song and made it his own. I'm always impressed when people can do that, when they can take a mm-hmm. song that's probably like really ingrained in their brain and then transform it into their own yeah. work of art. I'm that, that kind of blows me away. Cause I'd be like, how would, how would I be able to get away from the original? The original. <laughs> version? I mean, I think, I think there's a lot of songs I could never do that with. I just recently released a, a beach boys cover of God only knows. Oh yeah. And I, That's cool. I wanted to release it cause I always think of the movie love actually. And it reminds me of Christmas, but I'm, I can't say I'm a huge beach boy. Like I didn't, you know, I, I'm not like James Taylor, Tom Petty. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. But the Beach Boys, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I know this melody. But sitting down and learning that song, I'm always just so caught off guard. Again, just sounds so simple. Yeah. But wow, not easy to play. It has a nice <laughs> lyric to it, too, that song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. I know. It's such a good melody. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's been so nice chatting with you. Um, so what do you, yeah. have you, have you got anything? I know you, you did release a, a holiday song, right? Didn't I help you with that? Yeah. Parade, so I'm right? going to keep, yeah, Yeah, I'm going to keep on. Uh, yes. You guys very kindly featured A Joyful Noise, which is a song I didn't write. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs. It was written by Tia and her husband, yeah, it's uh, really her late husband, Mark song. Selby. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so I got to release that, and then my engineer at the studio, his daughter sang on it, and they, they got to be in the music video, along with my dog and my roommates and my new <laughs> adoptee dog, Cubby. Um, yeah, so I released that, and then I'm releasing um, a cover of It's a Wonderful World in January, mm-hmm. and cool. then we're going to be doing some more stuff with the record, uh, some exciting stuff I can't, I don't think I'm allowed to talk about yet, but some cool things coming out in cool February, March, too. So. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm trying to, to, trying to take cool 2021. Stuff. Yeah, we got to start 2021 off thinking positively, creating positive. Exactly. Yes. Being ready for positive, spreading positivity in the world and determination. Yes. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> well, oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll share your links and make sure people can find all your new cool stuff. And uh, it's been oh. really great chatting with you. Well, thank you so much. It's been great chatting with you. And thank you for all the love from Parade. And thanks for having me on your show. And I hope that the Beach House is kind to you in the new year. Thank you. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, I can't complain. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, say, say hi to the water for me. I, I will. Love water. I will. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You take care. Okay, right. you too. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>